Praise the Lord, and God bless you. I am so glad that we made it another week, another day, another opportunity for testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. Together with him. I'm Sister Ann Moles, and I will be your MC for today. I'm so glad that you decided to join us and just spend some time. Just spend some time with the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. And you know what? Just me is just not enough. He is good to all all of us he's good to all of us (laughs) amen and the more the merrier let's pray father in the name of jesus we just thank you for another day another opportunity to come before you together in prayer and worship and praise and meditation on your word and thinking of the goodness of Jesus, God and who you are and all of the things that you've done for us. Hallelujah. Giving us another chance to say hallelujah and to worship and praise you together. God, speak to our hearts on today. Touch our minds, God, and touch our ears and give us us a mind, God, to want to pay attention and to take away uh, your great word and to be on fire for who you are and spread the gospel, the good news of who you are. Hallelujah, God, help us on today. We'll forever give you the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I tell you, I am just excited about God today. How about you? I am excited. (laughs) I've overcome so much today overcome so much this week and I tell you we must be on fire for Jesus you know we must be doing something hmm? because anytime you go through a battle what why go through a battle if if something's not trying to stop you something's not trying to stop you from pressing on something's not trying to stop you from doing all you can and and being all you're called to be in Christ we're going to give a shout out to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on. Woo, woo. <laughs> Lift him up. Hallelujah, God. We love you. Shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers. That's the laborers for his harvest ministries. The volunteers and the people that support us. You know, we are a 501c3. That's right. Well, taxes, and what does that mean? That just means that your donations, anything that you decide to do for Jesus uh, monetarily or just just in prayer, those monetary expenses are tax deductible. Yeah, we're a legitimate organization. We come correct. We want to do all of what we can to be right and do right for God. So, Just a shout out to all of the volunteers, all of the prayer people that pray for us, all of those that, you know, just encourage us. We've gotten some encouraging responses this week about the ministry and what we're doing. And, you know, I just thank the Lord for that. I thank the Lord for that. I'm going to tell you, we have gotten some uh, some ugly responses, too. Yeah, which is exciting for us because that just lets us know that we are on the right track. Huh? We done made the devil mad. We done stepped on some toes. Huh? We done crushed some, some, uh, the enemy's head. We have defeated the enemy in many ways because, you know, the enemy stood up and said, ouch. Stood up and said, ouch on YouTube. We had to cut out the comments to where... Folks couldn't comment, and you can't comment on YouTube. 
not not the comment after it's all over. Now, as far as the comments during the session, we'll probably leave those up if we can. But we had to cut the comments out because somebody wanted to be ugly, huh? Someone wanted to be vile. And that ugly spirit of the enemy tried to raise up. But we just shut that enemy down and we just pray. We pray for those that want to be ugly and vile. Uh, we pray that God will touch their minds. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. God, save them. <laughs> save them in Jesus' name. Take them to where they, they don't want to go. They they like, I want to be ugly, but, but, but God, save them and clean them up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, shout out to the historic Boone Tabernacle, too. Church of God in Christ with uh, Bishop L.F. Thuston and Lady Thuston. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, those Thursday night meditations are the bomb. Yes, they are. They are great. And I tell you that uh, this previous, these past meditations, he's been talking about Joshua. The bishop's been teaching on Joshua. And he started in the first book of Joshua and moved on up. Joshua 1, 2, 3, 4. When we have been just enjoying Joshua. And today we're going to point out a guy in the book of Joshua that uh said something that is really really profound in our in our everyday walk that something that we should probably be trying to do as well in our everyday walk asking God to give us something mm, be excited amen obedient obedient amen that says a lot, you know, you know, the Bible says, God said, if you love me, Jesus said, you'll keep my commandments. You know, I tell you, if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. Praise the Lord, Sister Yossi. Good to see you. Amen. Good to see you. Hey, Sister Alexis. Praise the Lord. Good to see you. God bless you. You know, there's a big shout out I want to give to little brother Ronnell. <laughs> Ronnell's birthday was yesterday, and Ronnell turned four years old. Shout out to Ronnell from Big Mama. Amen. You know, the thing about being obedient that I love, and I've Learn to be obedient now, y'all. Is that there's so many blessings in obedience. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, well, am I doing the right thing? Well, I get in that word and I see what the right thing is. And then God, even in his holy way, his Holy Spirit helps me to be obedient. Yeah helps me to be obedient but there are many times many times in my life and I'm sure you can say the same when you ask yourself am I doing all I can am I doing all I can amen am I doing all I can that's a big question and a question that I ask myself on a regular basis. And when you want to please God, when you want to please God, much less not just God, but when you want to please somebody, you want to know if you're doing all you can. But what greater gift can we give back to God but to be obedient? Huh? I like that song. And to do all we can according to his word. Amen. All right. Now, the question, am I doing all I can to understand the enemies of this world 
Yeah. Now, am I doing all I can? But there's a lot of things going on. When I'm working or when I'm living for Christ, you know, we're in the heat of battle. We're in spiritual warfare. Yeah. So I need to know, am I doing all I can fighting this good fight, this fight, this faith fight? Amen. So one way to do that is to understand who the enemy is. Know your enemy. Understand the enemies of this world. Now, Satan and this fallen world thrive on deceit and lies. It's the gas that this world of sin uses to make it go. Yeah, you, you wonder where all this comes from. You know, we're all this world, this wickedness and what's really going on. You know. It's about the deceit and the lies that the enemy, Satan, the fallen angels use to fuel fear, to fuel doubt, discontentment, sin. Yeah, to fuel all of what's going on, the ugliness of this world. Let's look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. Now, uh, I hope you've had a chance to look and read your Bibles this week. Go ahead and grab your Bible. Grab your Bible. Now, you know, this is one of my favorites. This Bible that I have here has several versions in it. And if you know anything about our together opportunity, huh? spending time together with him, we look at the Amplified Version. But we're going to want to also look at the King James Version, too, today. All right. So if you get you a Bible that has a couple of versions in it, the King James Version, the Amplified Version, that's a good, they call them parallel Bibles, where you can see the different versions in parallel. So go ahead and grab your Bible. And let's look at 1 John chapter. 2 verse 16 and it says now this is in the King James Version for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but it is of the world okay so just know now that word lust of the flesh (laughs) Lust of the eyes, lust and the pride of life. Those are those don't even sound good, do they? But let's look at the Amplified version and get a little clearer understanding of what that is. Now, for all that is in the world, the lust and sensual, that's the carnal, the physical craving of the flesh and the lust and longing of the eyes and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. That's what that means. These do not come from the Father. See, that's not God's way, right? That's not his way, but are from the world. Now, this world is fallen because of the enemy because of Satan coming and falling here on earth and deceiving man and man falling for it and not being obedient to God and 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 sinning and then the world is corrupt okay so but the good news is that Jesus he took back the keys to death hell and the grave He took back and has given us victory that through him, we become righteous. And through him, we can have the victory and we do have the victory to overcome the world. So even though this world has fallen, we don't have to fall for it. (laughs) 
we don't have to fall for it. We don't have to live in sin. We don't have to do what's wrong. We can focus and do what's right. Now, these are the tricks that the enemy uses against our vulnerabilities or weaknesses as human beings. Now, these are weak things that we have. Now, there's certain things that we just inclined to do. But as human beings, our flesh is not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Flesh, look, I need my body. I need to be able to get around. That's why we exercise and take care of ourselves. So we need our bodies here on earth. We're human. Yeah, part of that means means earth. Um, means means earth. All right. It's not a bad thing, our flesh, because according to Psalms 139 and 14, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, God made us wonderful. This issue is that we live in a fallen world where there is an enemy called Satan and the fallen angels. So the issue is the lust, the desire, yearning, longing, and giving in to the desires of the flesh. The issue is that there is no self-control. You know, it, it's a little bit more than, than not eating that extra piece of cake, y'all. Hmm. Or not dipping your hand in the cookie jar. It's a little bit more than that. Yeah, I mean, those are good things to resist. But if you're not into sweets anyway, then maybe that's not your vice. Maybe that's not something you have to worry about. But there are other things that we need to be concerned about, those things. Everything you want, you you see you want. Yeah, that's every that's covered. Oh, I want that. I want that. And people go into debt trying to get everything that they want. They see it, they want it. Yeah. And the pride of life. It makes a person walk around arrogant, conceited, thinking that it's all about them and no one else is important. Yeah, the egotism. But God's word tells us the truth about ourselves and others, doesn't he? Doesn't God's word do that? God's word teaches us about self-control and his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit helps us, helps us to control our cravings and issues. Yeah, God does that for us. And that's why the enemy doesn't want us to hear the word of God. You know, we wake up some Sunday mornings, are you going to church? The question (laughs) uh, itself It's kind of ironic because even God says, look, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. You know, remember uh, to uh, not to forsake, to assemble ourselves ourselves together. Yeah, the word of God says that. So the the question as far as whether or not we're going to go and come together in fellowship as a believer, that's not even a question. Sure we are. But the enemy doesn't want us to do that. So our our flesh doesn't even want to do that. Our flesh wants to lay up. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm, I'm tired too. Yeah, but there are things that we press our way to do. So the enemy doesn't want us to hear the word of God. And the enemy doesn't want us to read the word of God. And the enemy doesn't want us to pray the word of God. I wonder why. Yeah, hearing, reading, and praying the word of God teaches us everything about our enemies. If we get in this word, we're going to learn everything we need to know about Slewfoot, aren't we? Huh? About that old Slewfoot, that old Satan. The devil, the fallen angels, he's going to teach us what we need to know about our flesh and the issue of not having self-control and teach us how to control ourselves and how to be a blessing and loving others. Well, 
Another question that I would ask is, am I doing what's right and giving God the glory? Yeah. Now, if it's one thing that I can't stand and is that it's a message or a message in a song that boasts of having something without working for it or stating that someone did it in their own way and all by themselves. You know, you see these these different um, uh, people, they sit up, well, you know, I got the bling, ding, bling, and I got all these pretty girls or these handsome guys and all that, and, you know, I didn't, you know, I just got them. Really? I got this fancy car, this big house, and, you know, I didn't do anything for it. I just got it. Well, how did you get it? See, that's a lie. Folks sit up there crossing and, you know, throwing signs and blinging and all kinds of, whatever. You know, not just that. Even the, the guy coming up out of the, the limousine with the uh, cute secretary or, you know, even the guy that's at home with uh, the six children because children are a blessing. He gets to have a big house and children in the and the van. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't get there by himself. He didn't do it by himself. There's a way. There's a way. He, the right way, of course, is to work for it. huh? And believe God for it. And thank God for life, health, and strength. And the activity of our limbs. Thank you, Jesus. Well, these messages... They're lies. These messages that, that I just did it all by myself. I did it my way. I'm, I'm it. No, well, they're lies. And we pay for everything we do. We pay for everything we do. Let's look at Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. Now, Galatians is in the New Testament. It's in the New Testament. I'm going to read this in the Amplified. And it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows to his flesh... His sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. What a great promise. Huh? God is telling us. See, it, it, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. We reap what we sow. So to all the gangbangers, hustlers, pimps, women beaters, envious, jealous people, Women abusers, abusers, child molesters, child abusers, unforgivers, liars, selfish people, cheats, thieves, those who perpetuate violence and harm, fornicators, givers to lust, givers to the flesh, prideful idolaters, prejudice, discriminators, greedy, lazy, slowful, adulterers, those who are antichrist, gluttoners, drug dealers, drug abusers, abortioners, those who lack self-control, killers, haters, and sinners. God is not playing games here. He's not playing games. No. Let's read this scripture in the King James Version so we can memorize these verses now this is one of my favorite verses guys 
And there's a reason for that. Whenever my flesh wants to rise up, whenever that devil wants to talk in my ear, whenever I feel tempted to do anything I know is wrong or I don't feel right about, I quote this scripture. I go get this scripture. And it says again, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap eternal life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Yes, see, when... I, if I make that choice to do wrong, the word, the scripture just told me, look, you're going to reap that. You done sowed that wrong. You're going to reap something. You're going to reap what you sow. Okay. But the promise that I like in verse nine is that, uh, sometimes, you know, we do get tired of being, uh, doing right. Yeah. But here's the promise that if I do right, if I keep on doing right, don't be tired about doing right. Keep on because it's the right thing to do. Hallelujah. And in due season, I'm going to reap that good thing. Those do right things. That's right. Scripture is what it is and it's true and God is real. He don't lie. Hmm? Shout out to the Apostolic Church of Jesus Christ, the choir. Now, I tell you, back in the day, there was a song that that choir used to sing. And the song was, If You Faint Not. And it went, In due season, ye shall reap if you faint not. Ye shall reap a harvest of blessings if you faint not. Huh? Shout out to Brother South Hall, who used to lead that song. Yeah. See, that's the truth of the Word of God. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So when that devil tries to come and say, hey, they getting over on you? No, they're not. Mm-mm. See, God is fighting them battles for you. <sighs> Why you a goody-goody or t- goody two-shoes or whatever? Uh, they just walking? No, no, I'm doing it God's way. I'm doing all I can. To do it his way. Amen. How about you? The next question I want to ask. And this is the final question that I ask myself in this situation. Hmm. Am I sober, hardworking, and focused on God's purpose every day? Yeah. Am I sober? That's a big question nowadays. With all this, um, it's okay to have a little wine. It's okay. Uh, this, this, this is natural. Uh, CBD and different kinds of drugs and all that is natural. It comes from the earth, and it's so. Uh-uh. No, sober. I need my mind. I need it. I need it clear because it's already enough lies flying around me. It's already enough lies in this fallen world. It's the trick of the enemy to lie to me. So why would I have my mind all twisted and distorted? I need my mind. How about you? Don't you need to be sober? Praise God. I want to be sober. Sister May, don't. <laughs> Amen. I want to be sober. Praise God, Sister May, in the in the Philippines. She wants to be sober too. Yeah. So what is it that I want to do? What is it that I need? Praise God, I want to be sober, hard working. Yeah, and focused on God's purpose every day. This walk of living life is a daily walk oh (laughs) duh if i wake up and i live yeah that's a day and every day it's a daily walk every day we wake up is a gift from god 
who breathes life into us. The gift of life. Whether we are sinners or saints, God is good to give us all life. Because that is how good he is. That's how good he is. Yeah, God reigns on the unjust as well as the just. Sinners, he don't just say, well, I'm not going to let the sinner breathe. Yeah, he don't do that. He's so good, he blesses all of us to have air to breathe. Now, now, now that uh, we understand the enemies of the world, we need to know who our enemy is and we understand the enemies of the world. We're doing what's right and giving God the glory. Yeah. We now need to be sober, hardworking, and focused on God's purpose. Yeah. Yeah, we do. The Bible is full of accounts of people who will... Uh, were sober, hardworking, and focused on their purpose. There was a man who was one of the children of Israel that was delivered from the bondage of slavery in Egypt, and his name was Caleb. This man was sent on a covert mission to spy on the people of the land that God had promised to give them. And Caleb believed that God, he believed that with God, the children of Israel were well able to fight and conquer that promised land. And that was his report. Yeah, even though the report of the 10 of the 12 spies was a negative report of fear dread and doubt Caleb and Joshua stood their ground and believed that with God the children of Israel were well able to conquer the promised land let's look at Joshua chapter 14 I told you who's going to get to the book of Joshua today Woo! I tell you this book is so relevant and alive to each and every one of our lives, each and every one. If we read the book of Joshua, we will see what we are to do every day as believers to overcome and conquer the enemy. Let's start at verse 6. Then the tribe of the sons of Judah approached Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of of Zephaniah, the Kizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning me and you in Kadesh Benara. All right, so this is where, this is where Jacob was reminding Joshua what Moses said in that time when they went into the promised land and it was occupied by big strong scary ungodly people okay and they have to drive they had to drive them out in order to possess the land it was already occupied yeah these were ungodly people these were people that didn't know God didn't want to know God wanted to do it their way so they uh, that promised land, they went in there to spy it out and see what the enemy was all about. And Caleb was reminding Joshua of this. Now let's look at verse 7. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Benara to scout the land of Canaan. And I brought a report back to him as it was in my heart. Yeah. So Caleb, he went in there, he saw it. It's like, look, I know in my heart, you gotta, you gotta know in your heart, hallelujah, that God, that God is on your side, that he will bless you to overcome the enemy. Every enemy that comes against you, he will bless you to overcome it. You gotta know in your heart, just like Caleb did. 
Let's look at verse 8. My brothers, fellow spies who went up with me, made the heart of the people melt with fear. But I followed the Lord my God completely. Yeah, he just trusted God no matter what it looked like. God had brought already done great miracles for the people, for the children of Israel. Brought them out of Egypt, out of slavery with a high hand. They crossed over to the other side through the, the river, hallelujah, on dry ground while Pharaoh was chasing them. He saw many miracles of God providing for him and the people in the wilderness where they ate quail and manna. Yes, God did that for him. And he knew that if God would do that, then he certainly would keep his promise and help them drive the enemy out of the land that God himself promised. Yes, God does the same thing for us. He does the same thing. Hallelujah. Verse 9. So Moses swore an oath to me on that day saying, Be assured that the land on which your feet has walked will be an inheritance for you and to your children always because you have followed the Lord my God completely. And now, look, the Lord has let me live. This Caleb, the Lord has let me live just as he said. These 45 years since the Lord spake this word to Moses when Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now look at me. I am 85 years old today. <laughs> he was young. And they traveled in the wilderness for 40 years. He was 45. Now they traveled for 40 years. Now he 85. And old boy said, look, look at me today. He said, verse 11, and I am still as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me. As my strength was then, so is my strength now. For war and for going out and coming in. So now give me this hill country about which the Lord spake that day. For you heard on that day that the giant like Amakin were there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. He said he was strong as the day. And he said, give me my, my hill. Give me my mountain. So let's understand the enemies of the world. Let's understand our enemy. Let's do what's right and give God the glory. And let's be sober, hardworking, and focused on God's purpose. Amen. Let's do that. Give me my mountain. Hallelujah. You can do it. You can overcome. You can walk in victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the attribute that I felt was, was good for today is that God is wise. He is full of perfect unchanging wisdom. God knows. He knows. He knows. And he is wonderful. He is so wonderful. <sighs> I tell you, just be blessed, y'all. Just be blessed. Now, we're coming up on the end of our journey today. The end of our journey now, I did cut the last song um, because we did go a little over. And I want to keep us focused on what the most important thing is. Yeah, we do celebrate the Lord. We celebrate Him with our song. We do. 
and I'm grateful. But we also need to celebrate him for his word. A lot of times we get all wrapped up. Oh, that's a good song. Oh, he preached all the singing and the music, but then the word doesn't sink in. Well, let's let it sink in on today. Let's let it sink in. Let's give God the glory. Amen. Now, I do want to, I want to challenge you on today. I want to challenge you. Hmm. Those who have a heart to want to do right, and there seems like there's something that's keeping them from do, doing right. Now, we all are faced with challenges. None of us are perfect. Uh, there's a few things that, that I can think of. I, my scheduling and there, being on time on certain things, you know, there's some things I really, really want to do right on. And I don't want to be slowful about it. Now, we read in that, we read in that list, slowful was one of them. I don't want to be like that. I want God to help me with all of that. I want to do right. I want to please him. And if you have a desire to want to do right and please God, trust him today. Trust him and ask him to help you. Now, you can't really ask God if you don't have that right relationship. You know, you don't really feel comfortable asking if you don't have that right relationship. So the first question we need to ask God is, will you be my God? Will you be my Lord? Will you be my Savior? That's the first question. Let's ask. You need to know who Jesus is on that intimate level. Where, and if you need to ask him, to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer. Dear, Dear God, God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now, I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. 
this very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I do feel led. I feel led. I feel led to pray with you today. And I'm going to call for all the saints to pray with me for you. Pray. We're going to pray for you, the ones that are having issues with being able to resist temptations. Okay, they need to overcome issues that they're having that's hindering them, that's still having them in bondage. Now, remember, the children of Israel was brought out of a slave mentality, a slave situation. God delivered them with a high hand, and he will deliver us too. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you for being who you are, the great deliverer, the great keeper, hallelujah, helping us to overcome every situation, giving us the victory in you, hallelujah. Father, we ask that you will help each and every person person, each and every man that deals with situations, lust of the eye, oh God, lust of the flesh, every man, every woman that deals with the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, the pride of life, God, that you will help them overcome these sins, oh God. God, speak to the hearts and the minds, God. Bring your word to their remembrance, God. So when they're tempted, they will be reminded that you, God, are God of salvation, a God that delivers, a God that's a keeper when our minds are stayed on you. Oh, Jesus, give us strength. Give them strength. Hallelujah. And we'll forever give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, just walk in victory. Walk in victory. Resist the devil, the Bible says, and he will flee. He will, he will flee. Sometimes you got to press in. Sometimes you got to fast. And all the time you got to pray. But you will overcome that situation. And I'm going to continue to pray for you. You need extra prayer. Send us a line. Drop us a line at our contacts page there at the website, the lfhhm.org website. We will pray for you. We will lift your name up, lift the situation up, and help believe God. And I say help, because we're gonna do we're gonna do our part, but you're gonna do yours. Sometimes you gotta stretch out that hand and show God what's going on. You gotta have the faith to say, Oh, I don't wanna be like this. I wanna do everything I can to please God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, keep us in your prayers. And just remember that God, he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Amen. And we will see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films 
one God, one church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.